The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey family, welcome back to the show to another episode of the Minding My Black Business podcast. It is I, your host, Dr. Janae Taylor, Nene, Dr. T, it's me. I am so excited for you to hear today's show. I had to have a really impactful conversation, particularly about travel, right? So the holidays are coming up. Some of us are getting the itch to want to be near our loved ones, particularly if they're hours away or maybe even states away, and we haven't seen them in all of 2020. What are we going to do? Um, so we're still trying to figure that out. So in this conversation, we talk about that, the travel anxiety, whether you go somewhere or not, or even if it means you just kind of walk beyond your doors. So our guest today, her name is Orion Brown, and she is the founder and CEO of the Black Travel Box, which is a premium clean beauty brand targeting women of color. She is a brand strategy professional with over 15 years of experience in brand strategy and business management. But before becoming a full-time entrepreneur, she led brand strategy for Oracle and Hasbro. She spent the bulk of her brand career at Kraft Foods, leading marketing, management, and operation initiatives across several global brands. She's a graduate of the University of Chicago and holds an MBA from Duke. Orion is a lover of travel and food, spending most of her free time outside of her career, pursuing the best of both. Feminists welcome her to the show, Orion Brown. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. All right, family, welcome to another episode of the Minding My Black Business podcast. And I am quite excited about today's guest. Um, And and partially for selfish reasons. Um, You know, I I am wanting to get into some travel, but I must check in. So (laughs) let me introduce our guest, Orion Brown. So welcome to the show, Orion. Hi, thank you so much, Dr. Taylor, for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited about what we're getting ready to talk about. So can you introduce yourself to the family and then let them know where they can find you? Awesome, awesome. Hey, y'all. My name is Orion Brown. I am the founder and CEO of Black Travel Box. It's a personal care products company for travelers of color. So everything that we make is in forms and formats that's meant to travel well, get you through TSA without catching a case, mm-hmm. <laughs> and are actually made for our unique hair and skincare needs. Um, so, so products that actually acknowledge that we do travel and we need to look fly when we do it. And you can find us online at theblacktravelbox.com, or you can also find us on Instagram at blacktravelbox. Fantastic. And as always, I will have those links in the show notes so that people can uh, peruse your social media platforms um, and go to the website and do a little window shopping like I was doing this morning because um, there are some pretty cool things there. <laughs> so can you, yeah, let's start at the, I have tons of questions, but let's start maybe um, at the beginning. How did entrepreneurship find you? How did this happen? 
Um, it's funny. And I, if you, if you've heard me on any other podcast, like people ask me this question and I feel like, you know, that little voice on your shoulder be like, okay, tell them this. It's like, no, I, I did not come out of the womb as an entrepreneur. Like I hear all these stories is like, yeah, I've been selling lemonade, slinging it in these streets since I was five. And I'm like, nope, nope. I was like, you know, they make that already. You could just buy it. <laughs> they sure do. They sure do. So, so for me, it was more of, uh, you know, I spent about 15 years in the corporate space. Um, the majority of that was in sort of brand management in the food sector. So, you know, working for Kraft Foods and, and then doing some stuff for Hasbro and a few others. And I had spent years running businesses, multi-million dollar businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, over that time, I kind of noticed, I was like, you know, there's choices that I would like that I would like to make differently. But in a corporate structure, you just, you got to go with the flow. Um, there's definitely a line and values that you don't go over. And I've definitely spoken up when, when necessary. And so I just really didn't think anything of, you know, actually creating my own business. However, as I got further into my career, I got a little bit away from brand management, which is actually like owning a business, suits and nuts, the P&L, the marketing, all of that stuff, and started getting into some more of like my skill-based, you know, my consumer insight skills and, and strategy and consulting, which was great, but I missed having my hands in something. Hmm. Um, at the same time, I was also a Black female in the corporate space, mm-hmm. and I think there's a couple kinds of people. It's like the kind of person that's like, all right, well, we just going to go with the flow and keep climbing and moving. And then there's me. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> um, y'all can stop now. I really, I don't really need this. I don't need the uh, abusive behavior. I don't need the disrespect. I don't need an environment that I do not feel comfortable or happy to be in on a daily basis and that's not to you know kill all corporate but you know there's definitely once you've seen it a few times it's like "Mm, yep that was my last nerve that was the the very last nerve that was it right there it's on (laughs) you're on it right (laughs) (laughs) you're on it you're not even on it anymore it just rolled in a corner oh no So I, I was like I made the decision that I wanted to get out of that space and I you know the the very prudent south side chicago part of me was like girl you better get you a job right now and the other part was like you've been working a really long time i think you should pull your inner becky out and go on sabbatical mm-hmm. and somewhere between the two i said you know i'm gonna take a few months off okay. in the meantime i had had this idea for black travel box mm-hmm. it was something that had popped up on a recent trip about uh probably about a year year and a half prior to this you know transition from from corporate and I started working on it as a passion project because I missed having my hands mm-hmm. in a business and building something and talking to consumers. So I kind of just did it, you know, nights and weekends when I kind of got to it, the holidays came, I didn't touch it for like months, right. then I came back to it. And so as I took this time off and said, you need, girl, you need a spa day and mm-hmm. you need to cleanse yourself of all of the foolishness and the, the white cisgender male stuff that gets yeah. laid on you daily. Absolutely. I was like, well, you know, I could just work on this because this has been so much fun and it's been, you know, exciting. And so I had my, I had my come to Jesus or maybe I was, it was more like Jesus come to me moment where I was like, Lord, here's what we going to do. <laughs> I'm going to try this and I need you to either make this a spectacular failure. Like I need it just fireballs, just mm-hmm. burning in flames, terrible failure. So I know. Right. Or, or you need to give me some real good signs that I need to keep on with it. And I was like, if you do that for me, I will be obedient. Mm-hmm. And if it sucks, it sucks. And if it doesn't, I will go for it. Mm-hmm. And it did not suck. And mm-hmm. I had a 
amazing three months and I had given myself a three month time period. And I will say, <laughs> even in running this business now for a few years, um, I'm working on it. Those three months were probably the most magical three months of this time. And obviously some amazing things have happened. We've been on Beyonce and stuff like that. Damn. But just the amount of, I felt communication that I was getting. Yeah. Signs that I was getting hearing stuff. I, I mean, just out of nowhere, it was amazing. So yeah. that's my very long story of how. No, I that's great because there's nothing like confirmation. This whole process is so exact. <laughs> Listen, right? So, <laughs> you know, we we have our dream, we have our baby, and then we launch it out into the world. And so to get confirmation is is what we need. That's, we need to be yeah. validated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is fantastic. And to know, like, because no, no, one thing I've learned, and I'm getting up there now, and I mean, my aunt, who's like 88, would say I'm not that old, but, <laughs> um, but I'm getting to a mature point in my life. Yeah. And what I'm realizing is no man, woman, I mean, man as a human, mm-hmm. no human can be sort of that for you, mm-hmm. like, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so for me, I just was like, if God is in my corner on this, then it doesn't matter how things happen. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't matter how it unfolds. Or uh-huh. I know I have the rest. Of, I have rest in the assurance that where I land, when I go look back, I'll be like, yep, okay, that uh-huh. makes sense. Uh-huh. And so you know, people, you can try to rely on people, and people are humans, and they they can't always do all the things that you need them to do. Yeah. But, but God, so I'm like, well, if you're telling me. <laughs> this is this is what I need to do next I'm gonna trust you yeah you haven't told me specifics so I know (laughs) ain't no telling what it's gonna look like but I trust you so right right yes yes divine I hear you so (laughs) (laughs) so what has you know your products or for um, so as I was reading the, the story on your website, I was tickling, I was tickled because I thought about how, um, you know, hotel lotions are just kind of a joke. Um, and <laughs> how are you going to make lotion and it puts ash on you? Like, that's not even, that's the opposite. You only have one job. <laughs> yeah, they're very watery. Uh, it's very, it's, it's, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um. So I was like, yeah, this is definitely, you know, it's kind of like an internal joke. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, some of those things that also happen, those phenomenons also kind of present themselves on places like Black Twitter. Like, how how are we all having the same experiences? How is this happening? So so the idea that you have kind of stood in the gap um, and said, you know, actually, you don't have to be bothered with any water products or uh, shampoo and conditioner that you'll never use or never put in your bag. I never touch it because I already know automatically that it's not going to work for me. I just leave it there. Look, I tell you, as I was doing research, I was like, you know, in a lot of the black travel groups on Facebook. So if y'all see me out there, holler at me. Um, I'm in a lot of the black travel Facebook groups. And it's amazing how many women were saying, like, what do you do with these toiletries? Because, like, <laughs> I can give them to the homeless. And then every other person's like, yeah, so, you know, I take a Ziploc. I make sure I take them every day, you know, so they refill me. And then I take them all and then I give them the homeless. Give them away. Right. That's yes. Beautiful. And I'm like, that's a beautiful thing. But also, how are you paying this much for this hotel room and they can't give you something and they call it an amenity? Mm hmm. Right. You know what I mean? And so I just I find that problematic. And, and, and I hear from people of the more clear persuasion and God bless them. They'll be like, well, nobody likes that stuff. And I'm like, there's a difference between not liking it and it actually 
detrimentally affecting your skin and your hair. Creating damage, right. A pain in the butt, mm-hmm. As opposed to like, it's just like dudes who, who don't understand why women want different shampoos and conditioners and stuff. And they're like, I use Perk Plus two in one. It's like, well, that's on you. That's your business. That's cool. But right. I have different needs than you. Right. And at some point, you know, even the hotels realized they couldn't put that two in one mess in there. They were like, <laughs> no, we'll piss off all the, all the women who, you know, could use it. Um, right. And so right. just not being acknowledged by the travel industry, not being acknowledged by the beauty industry. I really think that there's an opportunity for us to change the script. Absolutely. Black people do travel. Mm-hmm. We spent $63 billion on travel in 2018. We grew that $20 billion over eight years. We are insane travelers. Yes. We are a movement happening and people have not even like, we've acknowledged it within our community, but mm-hmm. nobody looked at us and been greedy enough to be like, yeah, let me get in on that. Not right. take offense to that. Right. I, I want to be equal opportunity <laughs> community. Yes. That, you yes. know, a consumer that you want to tap into. It's like, how are you going to forget about me? Right. Right we here. like we like travel we like to be pampered we like luxury and we deserve it so yes. yeah and i, I appreciate and your company D- don't we <laughs> Absolutely. We nine times any other ethnic group on personal care and beauty items mm-hmm. nine x mm-hmm. but we have the least amount of representation in the marketplace and we still have segregated aisles let's talk about that yes how you gonna segregate the aisle and then expect yeah. Talking about some se- separate but equal mess. They don't right. work with hair care and skincare. Right. right. Anyway, let me get off my sofa. No, no. I'm like, you're right. There is a little corner where all the boxes are automatically turn brown or black. And <laughs> you know that's where you're supposed to be. Uh yeah. Okay. So no, you 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 hitting on stuff, that's for sure. What what has traveling been like for you since ooh? since March, uh, have you non-existent. non-existent? What do you miss most? I've, and I refuse. I've, I've really, you know, I, I've had family that's been sick and mm-hmm. they're, they're okay now. Thank God. But Good. I've had yeah. family's been, been sick. I've had friends whose families have been sick. I have a friend who, um, you know, recently gave birth and mm-hmm. her father passed before meeting her child. Like, oh I just, my goodness. I'm like, it is not that serious for me to be out. And I'm not worried. I've probably already got COVID, to be mm-hmm. honest. I got mm-hmm. sick in March and was like pretty fevery and gross and all of that and mm-hmm. inside. And so whether I've had it or not, my thought is I do not want to be the person that touches the rail, mm-hmm. that touches the bag, that goes home with somebody and they get sick and lose their grandma. Like, right. I just don't. And so I haven't been doing that. And I've been very... Um, mindful in our communications around Black Travel Box mm-hmm. in terms of travel. I've definitely been, you know, encouraging people to stay home and mm-hmm. think about travel and dream about travel and still be in the community and still have fun with it, but be safe. Right. Um, and so that's been my my thought process about travel since March. Yeah. So I know I'm definitely seeing people not post as much in terms of like airplane travel but I'm certainly seeing it feels yeah. like this spring of road trips that's a great way to do it that are happening yeah so what what do you miss most about about traveling Ooh, uh food <laughs> mm-hmm. I that's- am 
I just, I love food. I, whether it be like hole in the wall spots or mm-hmm. whether it be fancy spots, there's just something about having something either really fresh and new or just something really yummy or just something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a foodie. I'm just a foodie at heart. I, not so yes. much a foodie, not, but definitely a foodie. And so a lot of my travel was like linked in with my food experience, right? And and then, you know, also locally, so I'm located in Denver, Colorado. We shut down pretty much everything for quite some time. And then now we have restaurants open, but I feel a certain kind of way about being piled up in a restaurant. For like sure. some of the places that are less can, you know, congested, I'll go to right. um, periodically so I can like not completely be a hermit, but... <sighs> But I do miss that. I used to love to rotate through different food places and things mm-hmm. like that. And for me, travel, breaking bread with other people, and even if it's just like interacting with the wait staff and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or interacting with the chef, like food softens the everybody's heart, I think. Absolutely. You just, you just feel good when you share about something and you ask them, well, what, do, what do you like and why do you like it? Well, my mom used to make something like this and you should try right. that. Yeah. I like the garlic and then you when you had that moment where you like you like garlic as much as I do <laughs> it doesn't matter where you're at you could be in Croatia you could be in Ireland you could be in Japan you could be in Kenya it's like y'all like that garlic doing that garlic <laughs> um so that's what I miss I miss that connection and and sort of the beauty of the food experience absolutely yeah yeah, when I think about some of my best memories, food is involved. So either preparation of food or mm-hmm. eating a delicious meal or even trying to find a place to eat. Like, yes, those are some of, the, some of my best memories. So I get that for sure. I, so in, speak, in thinking about this, this is kind of like a nice transition. We are in mid-September and we are at the doorstep of holidays, right? And so... I know that people are really trying to navigate that and figure that out, particularly people who might not necessarily be living in their state of origin. So, you know, the bulk of their family are, you know, hours away. Um, And maybe they haven't seen them since March or maybe not even all year and are trying to navigate, should I, you know, should I get on that plane? Should I get on that train? Should I get in my car? to go and be with my family. Cause we also, as we are being safe about traveling, we also are dealing with this isolation. You know, you talked about being a hermit before a lot of us entrepreneurs, we have found we're digging now into our businesses to, and all those pivots that we had to do, but yeah. now are, are missing, missing mom's hugs or auntie's pie or whatever. Like we're missing just what it means to kind of go back to that family space. And so I know that a lot of people are talking about doing some holiday travel. Um, and at the same time, being terrified <laughs> of, doing the, of, doing, of doing the holiday travel. So that's just from my perspective. But what are you hearing about, or have you heard anything in terms of people making thoughts or plans about what they would do for the holiday and travel? Honestly, I feel like I've heard about basically three three schools of thought, not necessarily just for holiday, but just for travel in general, because I think everybody's at a frustration point. It was different when it was just like six weeks or eight weeks or 10 weeks, but now we've been months and months into it. Absolutely. Um, you have the people who are like, am I the only one still quarantined? There's a full group of that. Um, we have the people who are like, you know, 
going out super, super precautious, doing road trips instead of, you know, not. And then we do have people who are just out here. Uh -huh. <laughs> They're like, uh -huh. and Barbados is letting people in. All I have to do is just take my temperature. Cool. I'm out. Um, and I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with any of those. I think the challenge is, you know, particularly in the, in the United States, that we are mindful of our public spaces, that we are taking the time to wash our hands and do those precautions, because it doesn't really matter how far you go, it matters how clean you are. That's just, that's truly what it is. Um, I think with the airports and, and especially with the air, I mean, with the airports being, and restaurants as well, like I personally prefer to gather at public places as opposed to private places. Cause I don't know how you clean, but I know how they clean cause they got all the cleaner and they have to put procedures in place and all of that. And so I feel much more comfortable with that. And, but it is interesting. I think there is that stress. Um, you know, my family, we had our reunion this year completely virtual, which was the first time in 55 years, annual. 55 annual, but we were able to still have a virtual reunion and get together, get, you know, a, a, a smaller group together. And I'm hearing a lot of people doing that. I was just talking to someone the, uh, the other day, her family does like a little Saturday um, devotional uh, together where they get on Zoom yeah. and they have a little bit of, you know, they play a little gospel music, say a few words and like commune with each other a little bit. So I think people are finding ways and it's just, it just really is a, it's a challenging balance and, and, what I think is probably going to be most intimidating for folks is holiday travel. If holiday travel turns into even half the rush it was before, we know those numbers are going to go up because it's just a lot of people in a condensed space. So how do we fight that? And that's where things like road tripping, um, some people, you know, if you're working remote, going and staying with family. Right. So quarantining themselves and then staying with family and staying on for longer terms enables mm -hmm. them to do that as well. So right. people are figuring out ways to, to get around it and mm -hmm. hopefully we can remain safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think those are some great um, tips because that actually was my next question. Like one, should we be traveling? Uh, and then two, if, how do we kind of redirect it? How do we make use of the angst around this is, I, you know, my need to be with my, put my eyes on my family uh, kind of yeah. supersedes uh, me quarantining or whatever those types of things are. And so you're right. It's, this is kind of a thing where we're building the bridge as we're on it. We're trying to figure this whole thing, the whole thing out. Um, yeah. And so I think those are some really, some really good feedback. Um, for sure for sure what what do you think how do you think in what ways i, I recognize i'm asking you to predict but i'm really curious um <laughs> <laughs> what are what are some things that you think we can do to be um best prepared and just kind of like the the mindset of it all so whether you're going to get in, in your car um mm -hmm. are you gonna you know go by plane train whatever um, to your destination and managing the travel anxiety. Uh, what are some things that, that we can do to best prepare ourselves? Yeah, I would say there's a, there's a healthy balance between being anxious mm -hmm. and aware, right? Mm -hmm. And being relaxed and enjoying the experience. And I always lean towards, I want you to be present. And, and, and take advantage of the experience because travel to me is very cathartic and it's a great form of self-care. So it's really about 
you know, being mindful, things like checking the location that you're going to and understanding how many cases they currently have, what rules are in place and what the process is to enter there safely. Mm. Understanding that it's not just about you not getting sick, it's about you not communicating things to other people or touching things and bringing it to other people. So to, you know, coming in with a mindset of not taking offense. Mm -hmm. If people are more stressed than you, don't take offense. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're less stressed than you, don't take offense either. It's not about you. That's about them. Um, and, you know, because sometimes we can get really contentious and almost political about these things. And we've got a whole bunch of other baggage that's linked to it. And you see how they are. Just stop. Right. Some people are, are operating out of ignorance. Some are malicious, but that's very, it's usually very few. Some people are just mostly just ignorant of what they're doing or not aware or not, or even sometimes you just forget. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just hop in the car and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go to the girl. Wait a minute. I ain't bring no mask. What am I doing? I can't right. I gotta go back home, put everything back on. And that's okay. It happens. Right. We're not used to this space. So kind of giving each other grace, mm-hmm. but also just coming prepared yourself. Make sure that you have a mask. Make sure that you have hand sanitizer. Try not to touch your face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when in doubt, wear the mask more than you need to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you come in now, this is, let, let me just keep it real. Whenever I travel to New York, New York is the dirtiest. I love New York. It is so dirty. And especially if I end up in like the subway or anything mm-hmm. like that, I peel down. Like I need to, you know, like I'm coming out of a spacesuit. Right. Like all my stuff gets rolled off at the door. Right. I wash my hands. I put on something clean. Right. Like, I may even take a shower if it's like summertime and I've had my skin exposed. Right. Just treat it like that. Treat it like you've been on a New York subway. <laughs> Honestly. And then take the precautions. Let them take your temperature. If you need to be quarantined somewhere, don't freak out. Right. Like, because you know that could be a part of the process. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Have a have a contingency plan. If they're like, mm, I think you need to be at this hotel for a few days, then be like, okay. Right. I need to be at that hotel for a few days. Ain't no telling what could have happened if I wasn't here. So I'm going to enjoy their cable. Right. I'm going to sit on the patio or <laughs> I'm going to use their spa or whatever, you know, you have access to. Right. I remember seeing this lady recently, uh, this young lady that was, I guess, an influencer or something like that. And she got quarantined and she was like, well, all my friends didn't. And she's, I have anxiety and I can't be in here. And it's like, mm. at some point, you just have to accept that this is a time full of immense change. Right. Um, if it hits you in your pocketbook, like just reach out to people and let them know it hits you in your pocketbook. But like, mm-hmm. don't, don't freak out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's for your safety and it's for everyone else's. And even if they don't say it to you nicely or, you know, act the way that you would hope they will right. give them grace and give yourself grace because it's that heightened emotion that makes it such a terrible experience. But, mm-hmm. you know, being at home is not horrible. Mm-hmm. Being by yourself isn't horrible. True. Traveling by yourself isn't necessarily horrible. Not being right. able to see family. Mm-hmm. Now, how many times a year or two ago you were like, ooh, I can't wait till I get home because these people are getting on my nerves. <laughs> it's all about perspective. And right. so right. taking the proper precautions but not stressing yourself out and giving grace to the situation so that if it switches up on you, just, just flow with it. Right. Just flow with it. Right. Right. So focusing on the things that you can control and being very flexible. Yes. It's a serenity. Yeah. Yeah. I am figuring out that the serenity prayer is the answer to everything. Uh, the AA folks had the right idea. Yeah. 
Accept the things that you can't change. Mm-hmm. Do something about the ones that you can, and then just be smart enough to tell the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Because if there's nothing you can do about it, why stress? Right. Right. There's nothing you can do. And it's okay to be powerless in some situations because then mm-hmm. you just go to God. He's got all the power. Mm-hmm. Or to whatever you believe. But like, mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. put it on yourself if you literally right. have no, no say in it? And if you do, stop kicking yourself and just do something about it. This is true. All right. Y'all heard that, right? <laughs> no, I think that was great. I think that was great. I think that's going to be really reassuring the folks as they are trying to make sense of how to make a decision, how to move forward. I think that's going to be really helpful for sure. It's not oh my God. The the world. Yeah, if you, that's usually what we're afraid of that we're going to make a decision that's going to be the wrong one and something awful is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, honey, people slide in their bathtub and die every day. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, I, I don't mean to be crass about it, but it's true. When you right. home accidents and all this stuff, nothing you do, you know, unless you're out drinking and driving and making mm-hmm. poor choices like that, mm-hmm. there's nothing that you're going to do that's going to keep calamity away at all times and right. keep you in a, and so really it's just you were put here to have experiences go have good experiences and be responsible absolutely absolutely i like that i like it okay so i feel like i, I have tons more questions and i keep you here all day but i will not do that because i recognize that for black entrepreneurs time is money right so (laughs) (laughs) i do appreciate you because i think that this is um you know we haven't really talked much about travel at least on the show um we talked about it once but that was certainly pre-covid um but Mm -hmm. now this kind of creates a whole different way of thinking about things um and sometimes travel could just even mean beyond your doors because there's a whole like you were saying there's a whole like pep talk you have to have even if it's going to the grocery store the gas station or going to get your medicine that you have to kind of do your your check-ins about everything um and so we all are doing it we all are having us dialogue with ourselves and um as we make sure we're safe and as we also are surveying (laughs) other folks who are in our environment like you're standing too close why don't you have your mask on your nose you know we're doing (laughs) We're doing our things. So I think yes. we all are walking around with some piece of anxiety. And for some of us, we're able to kind of shake it off. And other folks, um, it's a little bit tougher. But these, I, the things that you said, I know are going to be really helpful to, to folks for sure. Um, but I must ask you this. So before we, before we conclude, what does Minding My Black Business mean to you? Ooh, there's so many different directions you could go with it. But I think as of late with everything that's happened with Black Lives Matter, with look, with me digging further into beauty standards and some of the stuff that we talked about in terms of industry. And for me, minding my Black business is being my brother's keeper in, in the many ways in which we need keepers. So you'll hear me and you'll see me talk a lot about mental health. Um, I have family, I've, I've lost family and people very close to me to mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And I, I would shout from the rooftops if I could mm-hmm. that, you know, black men are suffering in this country and culturally they're not allowed to have the space to, to get help. Mm-hmm. Black women are suffering in this country and we all wanna be, we, it's not even that we wanna be super women, we've been told that we are. Right. Um, and the, the burdens that we're carrying on us before COVID, before Black Lives Matter and now 
you know, day by day, we're seeing people slaughtered on the streets mm-hmm. and it's traumatic. So we're, we're, we're being re-traumatized on a daily basis. Our kids don't know what's going on. We don't know how to explain it to them. Everybody's afraid. Mm-hmm. And, and now we have the isolation and all of that. So for me, you know, I'm, I'm all about wellness and self-care being very honest. There's a reason why I'm very honest about my business. You ask me pretty much any question I'll answer because, you know, for, for entrepreneurs, we get told a lot that like, it should be an overnight success and everything should be amazing. And you should be taking photos in front of jets. And if you're not doing that, you're not, you haven't made it, um, you know, going through the process of fundraising and trying to get investment on this business in a world that doesn't see black women, women as valuable. Uh-huh. And that, and they're the center of my business. Uh-huh. Um, so there's just there's so many elements to it, and and so I I think it's it's sort of like without burning oneself out, it's seeing a fight, and either lending your voice, your time, your money, your support, or even just your prayers to it. Absolutely. So that's to me minding my black business. It's not about business. It's about the affairs of my people. Mm. and being active in the affairs of my people in the way that's most constructive. Cause we all got opinions. That doesn't mean we're all qualified to help out or do whatever, you know, but, um, right. but it's definitely that, you know, just being really aware and being my brother's keeper. Um, Cause I see a lot of people shy away from situations. Oh, that's not our business. You just let them do that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know if you watch Lovecraft country. I haven't, but I've heard so much about it, though. <laughs> There's a scene where a young lady and her, I think it's her cousin, are fighting in the house, and the two mm-hmm. guys are standing outside, and they're screaming and yelling at each other, and you're like, I should go in and say something. No, 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 that's that's family business. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't believe that. I don't right. believe that. Right. I just, I don't. I, I remember as a kid hearing our neighbor being beaten up and down mm-hmm. the walls in the apartment next door. Wow. And my mom, smartly, because, you know, it was just her and me. She was like, we can't get in the middle of that. Like, uh-huh. you know, but I also am like, mm, I have to be willing to put myself in harm's way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have to. I don't know. That's just how I think about it. But because um, we, we have to look out for each other. Who else is going to do it? Right. Right. Gonna do it? So that's what Mind of My Black Business is. It's, it's looking right. out for I Here. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wow. Okay. I'm digesting all these things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for these gems. Thank you for this wisdom and encouragement. Really, there's been a lot of like encouragement and reassurance and um, in the words that you've that you've shared. So thank you, Orion, for coming to the show today. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm glad I could I could be encouraging. We we all need encouragement right about now. We, we all don't do. don't we? <laughs> We just need to lift each other up and support each other and be like, you know what? I see you out here doing this. Yes, do it. You know, that's that's what it's all about. So even if we got to do a remote, we got to support each other. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, family. We appreciate you listening. We need you to do us a favor. We need you to like comment and subscribe to the podcast also join us at following the movement on our website at mindingmyblackbusiness.com there you can find 
on Minding My Black Business merchandise, and you can also find our digital academy. Now, our academy is the place where we are looking to expand our resources, particularly emotional wellness resources for black entrepreneurs. And we already have worksheets there, and we have more resources to come. You can follow us on our social media platforms. On Twitter, we are Minding My Black Biz. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Janae Taylor. And on Facebook, it's at Dr. Janae Taylor. So peace and blessings to us all. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, don't forget to tell them, I'm minding my black business.